Okay. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, good evening, everybody. I want to welcome everybody to our uh, <clears throat> Junior uh, Black Podcast. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, being on tonight. And uh, this is the fifth edition of our podcast. And we have had some awesome guests over the last uh, couple of weeks. Hope y'all have enjoyed the podcast. And uh, the podcast is going very well. We're on a couple of different platforms right now, uh, just in case y'all didn't know. And so if you get a chance to uh, jump out in the podcast land, you should be able to find the Black Junior Talk Talk uh, podcast um, somewhere out there, okay? But uh, man, we got some awesome guests lined up for tonight. Um, and before I get to the, to the, to the guests, um, I want to um, highlight some of the juniors that have been out there uh, performing on, on, a, on an all-time level. Um, and then we're gonna get our guests on in just a minute. So let me bring up my, uh, my PowerPoint here real quick. And I wanna share my screen with you all so y'all can see some of the results that uh, the juniors have been, uh, you know, the level that they have been performing. All right, so give me a second here. All right, <clears throat> okay. So as we look at our juniors, man, our juniors have been uh, playing a lot of golf over the last cu couple of weeks. I think things have been picking up since uh, the coronavirus outbreak uh, took place. Um, I know when I looked at John's uh, schedule, John has actually played about 17 tournaments over the past two months. You know, some of them one days and then some of them two days. So his schedule has been very busy. So uh, just wanted to share some of the, uh, the results uh, over the last couple of weeks uh, with the, jun with the uh, parents and some of the juniors that's on the podcast. Um, of course, we had the, uh, the U.S. Kids Worlds uh, just less than a week ago. And man, we are so proud of all the juniors that participated in this event. Um, and, uh, and, you know, we just can't say enough about them. Um, we, we know it's, it's, you know, golf is not an easy sport. It, it can be brutal sometimes. Then, you know, the next, the, the next day, it can be the, the best thing that you've ever done. And then the next day, it could be the worst thing you've ever decided to do. But anyway, man, so uh, hats off to our juniors. And uh, what I want to do, you all, is I want to highlight some of the junior results that, that we're having right now. Um, so if you look at our boys, uh, six and under, uh, we had Victor who uh, actually won uh, the junior six-year-old division. So definitely hats off to Victor Monso. Uh, then we have my, 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 my ace, uh, Boon Coon, uh, Cam Guyton. Uh, he came in sixth place uh, in the six and under division. Way to go, Cam. I know you're probably out there listening somewhere. Um, and then we had, of course, Asbury Foster, uh, who, was in, who came in 39th place. Um, and the boys six and under. So hats off to our boys uh, six and under division. Um, then we, we've got our girls seven and under division. We had Kayla Jackson who finished in third. Man, that is totally uh, fire. So hats off to Kayla Johnson. And then we had Lee, Layla, uh, Alexis Pouncey. Uh, man, finished fifth place in the girls seven and under. So that was just totally awesome as well. As y'all can see you all, we had um, a great showing at Worlds, uh, boy seven-year-old uh, Jazz Williams finished in 78th place. Uh, the boys eight-year-old division, uh, we had Axel uh, Monso um, finished in second place. And then we had Robbie Melendez finished in eighth place, uh, T8, okay? Uh, then the girls nine division, uh, one, of, one of my favorites from uh, the, uh, the video 
uh, shoot. Uh, Vivian Lott uh, came in sixth place in the girls' nine division. Um, then we had Ariel Collins, who finished in second place in the girls' 10 division. Uh, then we had Malaya Clark, seventh place. Um, Addison Tillman, 52nd place. And those were, those were our girls' uh, 10-year-old division. And then in our boys' 10-year-old division, we had uh, my ace, Boone Coon, out in Nebraska, Ty Treadwell, who finished 35th. And then we had Arnold Pouncey, who finished uh, uh, T45 in the boys' uh, 10 division. And then in the girls' 12 division, we had uh, Siham Abraham uh, finished in 10th place. And then we had uh, Cadence Nance, who finished in 70th place in the girls' 12-year-old division. And then the big boys, boys' 12-year-old division, Jordan Brown finished in uh, uh, 42nd place. It was a tie for 42nd. And then we had Cameron Knox, who finished uh, T58 in the boys' 12 division. So, guys, we are so proud of all of our uh, boys, uh, all, all of our girls that went to the Worlds. That's a big deal uh, for them to be able to participate in that because everybody don't get a chance to go to that. So, hats off to those uh, junior players that's uh, in that uh, that was at Worlds this past week, uh, past past week. All right, then we have uh, Kendall Jackson from Texas. Uh, Kendall, you all, is tearing it up right now. She finished first in the South Texas PGA Junior Tour. She finished fifth in the, at the Cypress Lakes Summer Classic. She finished with her personal best two-day total of 148. So that's awesome, Kendall. We're really proud of what you're, what you're doing. Um, and then she finished second and third at a few more uh, STPGA events. So hats off, Kendall, doing a great job. And then we have Jordan Draper, you all. Jordan Draper was one of the top uh, players in the PGA Junior League um, on his high school team. He has the lowest scoring average um, of all the, uh, the junior golfers, and uh, he's a rising junior. So this year he'll be a junior. So, hey, we wish you the best of luck, Jordan. Keep up the great work in terms of what you're doing out there on the course. All right. Then we had Adu, um, Adu Adian. Uh, he finished uh, fourth place in the Godwin uh, Goodwin Golf uh, Golf Course uh, Tournament. Uh, fourth place at Twin Hills. Second place at Stan at the Stanley Golf Course. And then top five uh, summer season tour. He finished third place. So hats off uh, to to him doing an awesome awesome job. And then again we had my man Ty Treadwell who had a chance to go to Worlds, and Ty finished first place in the Nebraska Junior Tour Championship. So big deal, hats off to our juniors. And those are just some of the results that we're having with our juniors. Um, if you didn't get a chance to uh, send me your junior results, please do. Um, I'll, I'll showcase them. I'll highlight them on the podcast uh, because we have some unbelievable juniors right now that are doing some amazing things. So uh, thank, thank you again, parents, for sending me those results. And uh, we will continue to highlight and post those events. So just to switch gears a little bit, you know, I want to, um, we want to uh, introduce our special guest and I'm, I'm going to let him kind of tell his story. Um, but, but this gentleman caught my eye a couple months ago. He's because uh, I could air out every single person, but I'm not going to do. Okay. All right. So guys uh, kind of stay muted because this is a podcast. So kind of stay muted. Okay. But anyway, so uh, I want to introduce our special guest, um, you know, he kind of caught my eye a couple months ago on the uh, APGA tour. And, um, you know, with just some of the scores, he's, he's, he's lights out right now. He's doing some amazing things on the tour. I mean, scores are going through the roof. 
And um, I just want to uh, take a minute to uh, introduce our special guest tonight. We got some questions for him. We're going to open it up at the end for some Q&A. And I want to introduce to you all, um, introduce our guest, Mr. Tim O'Neill. What's up, Tim? Let's make sure Tim's unmuted. All right. Let me get to Tim. Oh, they've been unmuted. Okay, Tim, you there? All right, you got to hit your unmute button, Tim. All right, you got me now? Yes, got you now. How's it going, bro? Good, man. Uh, thanks for having me this afternoon. Man, thanks for thanks for uh, agreeing to do this uh, spotlight, man. So tell us your story, man, as, as you as you journey into this uh, world of professional golf uh, with tour aspirations, uh, focused on getting on the eight, uh, the PGA Tour. Just kind of tell us your story and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, you know, grew up in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, you know, uh, you know, came up playing junior golf, um, and then uh, ended up uh, playing at Jackson State in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. And then, uh, you know, after school, uh, decided that I wanted to, you know, take it to the next level. Uh, uh, you know, '97, I won the Georgia State Am, and uh, you know, from there. Um, after that, you know, I decided that I wanted to, uh, you know, to, to try to play for 11. So, you know, so I, I pretty much turned pro in 97, you know, went, went through the, you know, the, the Q schools and, um, uh, you know, back then where you could get your tour card through Q school. Now you have to go straight through the, you have to go through the corn ferry. Um, I've missed twice um, by one shot um, from oh, getting the uh, PJ tour card uh which was in 2000 um you know which was brutal um you know at the time you know it was one of those things you know uh this particular year there wasn't any scoreboard so I didn't know what I needed that first time um to get my truck car I thought I needed birdie and all I needed was a bogey um wow. so I missed by a shot and then in uh 2004 I missed by a shot again I know what I needed to do I need birdie on the last hole and missed by one so, you know, from there, you know, I played, uh, then it was called the Buy.com. Then I played a nationwide tour, which is now it's called the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, you know, I played down in Latin America uh, in 2013. I won twice. I won in uh, Bogota, then I won in Chile. And then uh, 2014, I played, you know, the Corn Ferry Tour, which was still called the nationwide tour, I believe, at that, at that time. And then I won again on the Latin America Tour in 2016 down in DR. Uh, so from there, man, I've just been, uh, uh, you know, just trying to, uh, you know, just kind of maintain. Uh, I just turned 48 this Monday, um, so I got two more years. So, you know, possibly maybe, who knows, if I stay healthy, yeah. um, get a Champions Tour run. So, uh, so yeah, that's, so that's, that's, that's been, you know, pretty much what I've been doing. I've been, you know, I've, I've played all over the world just about. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, you know, just, you know, still, still grinding, man. Still grinding. Well, listen, man, I saw that you, um, you also got a shot at the, uh, did you get a chance at the play the PG, one of the, one of the PGA championships as well too? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah I got a exemption to, uh, uh, the Genesis, uh, uh, in nine, in 19, um, okay. which was nice. Uh, got a chance to play that. Uh, you know, TV doesn't do it justice until you're actually there, but it's an unbelievable golf course. Uh, wow. um, weather was bad, um, but other than that, it was great. Um, 
you know, and I've, I've played in a handful of PGA Tour events. I've played in like five, five, you know, I qualified for the U.S. Open at Chambers in right. 16. Right. Um, so, you know, I've, I've been around the block a little bit, you know, I just, just want to get status so I can, you know, play week to week. So that's, that's, that's the main goal. That's, that's awesome, man. I, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Cause like I said, I, I, I just really discovered you about three or four weeks ago. You had a big win down, down, down in Orlando. And uh, that was a, a really big win down there, man. So congratulations on all your success. And so just got a, just got a couple questions for you, man. Um, I know you um, had a chance to go to Jackson State, which is uh, at HBCU, man. Tell us a little bit about your experience uh, at Jackson State. Oh, well, you know, um, you know, uh, at the time, you know, Coach Eddie Payton uh, was the golf coach. And, you know, Jackson State was, was one of the, one of the, the better uh, HBCU, you know, schools. You know, we, we, we actually had two teams, actually. We had a, we had a, a, a team and a B team. Okay. Um, you know, um, coach recruited guys from Canada, uh, Australia. So we, we, we had, we had a strong team. Um, you know, we, uh, we, you know, being, being Jackson state and playing against, uh, these other big schools, you know, um, you know, they were afraid to see us, you know, they, they, there was even some schools that would withdraw because they didn't want. Um, it made them look bad if they got beat um, by us. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed my my time in school. Um, it went by so fast because I had so much fun. Um, you know, college golf is, is unbelievable. Um, just one of those things, you know, just the whole team concept, you know, traveling, being with the guys. And then, you know, it went by and the snap of a finger, it went by really fast. Right. But, I, you know, I, I definitely enjoyed my time at Jackson State. Unfortunately, you know, Jackson State doesn't have a team anymore. Um, wow. And there, there are a lot of uh, HBCU schools that um, are losing funding and are losing their golf programs, which is, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because you know, guys don't have a place to play, get scholarships to play golf. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some schools are, are holding on, but um, yeah, some is. schools are losing, are losing their golf programs. Right. And you're exactly right, man, because, um, you know, uh, I think we just had uh, a, MA, uh, a MEAC school that just lost their uh, golf program. And so I know, you know, I know there's some people out there that's trying to do some things like uh, Steph Curry. I think he did some things with uh, Howard. So there are some people out there that's trying to help uh, these different programs. And so a uh, question for you, man, uh, what are some of the things that you that, that you felt like that gave you that little edge to go from a good golfer to a great golfer. We got some juniors on here that um, are aspiring, you know, collegiate, possibly professional uh, pro level. What are some of the things that you felt like that gave you that edge to take your game to the next level? Well, you know, I didn't really know until, you know, when I was in college, you know, you you play tournaments, you know, and, and you win some tournaments Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fortunately at Jackson State, we played against some quality schools. So, you know, we play quality golf courses. So you play against teams that have players that are good. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then too, aside from that, after doing the summertime, you know, you play in your big amateur tournaments. So for me personally, um, I was able to play in some of the the bigger amateur tournaments where you get ranking points to play on the Walker cup team. So I was playing against guys from Oklahoma, um, guys from, mm-hmm. you know, Georgia. 
So I was playing against all those guys, and a lot of those guys, you know, obviously turned pro. So I was beating those guys. So then once I saw that, you know, I'm right there with those guys, that kind of gave me the confidence, you know, and then I won my state am, um, you know, in Georgia state am. There's a lot of good golfers. I'm playing against guys from Georgia Tech, Georgia. So I was beating a lot of guys. So that kind of gave me the confidence, okay, you know, I'm beating those guys, you know, give it a shot. There you go. Awesome, man. And so that's, that's awesome, man, that you to hear that you were able to beat some of those guys from Oklahoma, Texas, Georgia. I mean, because those are supposed to be the elite schools and you were actually beating some of those guys. So, man, that's that's really awesome to hear. So just just so, so Tim, just knowing what you know now, um, what would you say uh, to to the to the juniors that's on the webinar tonight? Uh, what would you say to them to help them? with their game and to make sure that, you know, some things that they can focus on to really take their game to the next level? Well, I mean, you watch, you watch TV and you watch golf, you know, everyone's, you know, everyone's high on, they show a lot of guys hitting at 350 and 340, you know, you know, all kids want to do now is hit the driver, you know, to get their swing speed up to hundred over 120 miles an hour. Yeah. That's all cool. But you know, uh, you got to know where it's going too. So, um, if I had to go back and talk to myself, the main thing, especially in college and as a junior golfer, um, you cannot work on your short game enough. 120 yards and in, that is the key. That's your, that's where it's going to take you to the next level because, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to hit your errant shots. You need to get be able to get it up and down. So, you know, just having a solid short game and working on, you know, the the small ball, I guess, type stuff um, on the golf course. You know, yeah, it's it's a blessing to be able. You can't teach distance, but you know, um, if if you if you can chip and putt really well, that'll take you a long way. Good, good. And 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 how do you approach the game uh, from a from a mental as- aspect, Tim? Uh, what you know is it, or do you do you read? Uh, what are some of the things that you do to work on the mental part of the game? Well, you know, you you have to you have to learn through um, you know just playing tournaments. Um, like uh, as far as the mental game, I mean, for me, um, you know when you're playing a tournament and, you know, just knowing yourself, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, you know, if, when you're nervous, you know, what, what is, what is your tendency? You know, do you, do you hit it a little right? Do you pull it a little bit? You know, just, just knowing, just playing within yourself. And then two, knowing what you can and can't do, you know, don't, don't hit a shot that you aren't comfortable with. You know, if you, if you play a cut, you know, you know, don't try to play a draw into a hole, you know? Right. So, you know, I, I just believe in just trying to keep it as simple as possible. You know, if, if you know, ha- have a go-to shot. Like if you're having a bad round mm-hmm. and things aren't going your way, you need to have a go-to shot that you know that you can hit to get it to the house and then fix it when you get done playing. Um, yeah. So, you know, just little things like that, um, you know, stay patient. You know, some, some, some kids get upset and get mad. You know, I was young too. I used to get get upset and get mad. Um, yeah. But the main thing is just really just, just staying patient, playing within yourself. Um, and then, you know, uh, just trying to develop through trial and error. You may, you're going to learn, the kids are going to learn as you go. Um, 
you know, you know, you just pay attention to your different feelings on the golf course. You know, if you're feeling anxious, you know, if you if you're feeling nervous, you know, you know, how do you handle it? And then, you know, when you get down with your round, remember that. So next time you're in that situation, you can draw from experiences. And then, you know, it, you always learn in golf, especially in tournaments. Um, so that's 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 one thing that you know I've I've learned just over time. Um, and in college and as I've turned pro, you know, you just learn from different situations and just, just remember that. That's good. That's good. Uh, so, so it sounds like to, to play your game, you know, play to the strong suit of your game instead of trying to do something that it's not right. your normal. Yeah. Right. 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 You know, it's just like, you know, you aren't going to, you aren't going to ask, uh, you know, a guy that, that, that draws the ball all the time, all of a sudden, you know, to play a cut. You know, right. especially under the gun, you just got to hit the shot that you can hit, you know? <laughs> right. right. I'm with you. And, and, and Tim, what's your, um, what's your pre-shot, I mean, what's your pre-tournament routine? So like, so like, for example, when you get to the course, what's, what, what are some of the, like, the first things you work on? I mean, do you chip and putt first or do you go bang? You do, do you go to the range first? What's, what's kind of like your pre-tournament routine? Well, I'm at a tournament now. I'm in. I'm at the Georgia Open, which starts tomorrow. So I'm playing a course that uh, I haven't played in a long time. Um, so basically, when I'm when I get to a course, uh, I remember the course a little bit mm-hmm. today when I play my practice round. Um, the greens, I can figure out the greens because it's the same type of greens I have at home. So I really don't do a lot of putting. I do a lot of chipping around the greens when I get to a course, okay. and you know, you kind of see how it's going to react. You know, the greens are a little firmer here. So, you know, uh, through like the first 10 to 12 holes, I, I barely do any putting when I'm on the course. It's just mainly chipping from different areas where I think the pins might be. Okay. Um, and, you know, that's what I do personally because, you know, you're going to miss some greens, you know, where you know, the pins here, you know, you don't want to be in certain spots. You don't want to short side yourself. So I'm kind of just getting a game plan on – different scenarios when I'm playing my practice round to kind of figure out, okay, if the pin's here, you know, you know, not to be in certain areas uh, you want to get, because the game's about misses, you know, you want to always, you don't want to short side yourself, you know, mm-hmm. on par fours or whatever, on par, par fives, you know, if the pin is where, wherever it might be, yeah. if you just say you're going forward in two, if the pin's in the front, you know, you're not to be in a certain place so you can get it up and down. So yeah. that, that's usually how I game plan for a course, um, you know, while I'm playing my practice round. Okay. But yeah. as far as the tournament starting, you know, I get to the course, you know, I warm up the wedges, then I'll go putt. Mm-hmm. And then uh, depending on how, how early I get to the course, usually I hit balls first, then I'll putt last. Okay. And then I'll go to the first team. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha, man. Appreciate that info, man. I, I'm sure our juniors are eating that up right now. And uh, Tim, who's some of your favorite uh, pro players on the tour right now? Uh, uh, well, I mean, there's, there's there's quite a few, you know. I like uh, I like Rory. Uh, I like uh, you know when Bubba Watson's playing well, I like him because I like how he shapes the ball. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, I don't know. There's there's uh, of course Tiger. You know, I always like it when Tiger's playing well. Right. Uh, that's that's always that's always uh, fun to watch. And then uh, you know. It's, it's uh, you know, you talk about this, 
you know, it's crazy what Bryson is doing, how far he's hitting the ball. But, you know, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work this week with all that rough, but we'll, we'll, we'll definitely see. It's, it's fun to see him to, to see him hit 350-yard drives. But, right. like, this week, I don't know how that's going to work because, I mean, that, that rough is pretty pretty nasty. So if he's yeah. not in the fairway, he, he's going to struggle a little bit. Right. So he's going to need to be a little bit more accurate this week, right? So I have to slow that thing sure. down a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what's your favorite what's your favorite course to play, bro? Um uh, I'd probably say uh TPC Sawgrass. I mean, you, you pretty much gotta hit every shot. Um and it, it's uh it's 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 a really good test. Um so I'd probably say the stadium course, the TPC Sawgrass. That's that's one of my favorites. Okay. Is it and and you and what was the course you won on in Orlando, um, Tim? Uh the name of the course is Dubs Dread. Dubs Dread. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. And last question. How many, how many hole in ones have you had so far, Tim? I've had uh seven. Seven? Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I finally got my mom had six. <laughs> you say you say you got your sixth one? No, I said I have seven. I said I finally edged my mom out. My mom had six. Oh, your six. mom got six. Okay, so your yeah. mom your mom's a player too. Yeah, well, okay. she used to be. You don't play too much now, but yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good, good man. All right, so, so Tim, what we're going to do right now, man, is we're going to open up the lines uh, for, some, for some questions that uh, any of our parents or any of our juniors, we got some juniors on here, we have some parents on here, and um, if, you, uh, if you have a question, you all just unmute, and um, I'll call your name, and then you can go ahead and start chatting, but we need to kind of keep it to, to one person at a time, okay? So who, who has some questions for Tim? Okay, go ahead, Sean. Hey, Tim. Uh, thanks for getting on the call, man. Uh, no problem. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, I don't know if you know any love ladies from down there at Jackson State. My best friend uh, graduated. He's a couple years younger. But uh, my question for you is, um, how was it, uh, you know, playing golf at a young age when – it golf really wasn't cool for us yet. You know what I mean? Like Tiger came in and made it super cool for us. I, I, I hear your mom played. Um, sounds like you might've had a golf family, but um, how was that, uh, you know, experience? Well, it's funny you say that. Um, so of course, okay. In Savannah, when I, when I started playing golf, um, you know, especially, especially high school. Um, yeah. Guys would, you know, People make fun of me. You know, I played baseball too, but like, uh, yeah, you know, you know, guys that make fun of me is like, you know, you know, typical stuff. He called me white boy and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, it, it was fun, you know, just guys being guys. But, you know, fast forward, you know, 10, 15 years later, those same guys, <laughs> I see the golf course now. It was like, man, I didn't know golf was so cool, man. They're hooked now. So it was like, man, I didn't know golf was so, so it's funny that you say that. But yeah, like, uh, you know, it never bothered me because like when I played baseball, I was the only one on my team too. So, I mean, I hear stuff like that, but it's just guys being guys, but it wasn't really a, a big deal, you know, as far as like, you know, you know, just kids being kids, but um, uh, yeah, but it's, 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 it's all good now. Awesome. Awesome. Any, any other questions for, for Tim, you all? Ro, I got one more. I'm, I apologize. Oh, no. um, was there was there 
was there an event that you guys played last week? We, we were at Worlds. Was there something in Iowa that you were a part of last week? Yeah. I, I got a piece of some scores. I, I think uh, I think I, I followed. Did you, was there a second place there? It looked like a little slow start, and you heated up late. Um, yeah. Yeah, I played in the Iowa Open um, last okay. week. Yeah, I shot one under the first day, which was really windy. I played – I teed off in the afternoon, shot one under, then I shot – six under the second day and then eight under the last day and finished second um the guy that won got off to a really hot start he shot nine under the first day wow. so yeah um he ended up getting, getting the 19 under but uh yeah i had a good tournament yeah you was on his heels i saw that i saw those scores i was like he was coming <laughs> yeah yeah i just ran out of holes man <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw, I saw those last couple of events, uh, Tim and you, like I said, man, you, you've been in the red, man. You, you, you're playing good right now, man. And I just, I, I would just say, man, keep going. We, we watching you now. You've got, you got some fans and you know, we, we, we're in your corner, bro. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm always working hard and still working hard and, uh, you know, going to keep grinding. Good. Good. All right, guys, any, any, any additional questions for Tim? Any last? I have a question. Okay, go right in. Make sure, make sure you introduce yourself, too, okay? I'm Kendall. I have a question. How you doing, Kendall? I'm good. How are you? My good. question is, what's, or, because, I mean, I know it's all about short game, how much you can get up and down, but what would say your biggest tip is staying consistent during a round? Because I've noticed these past couple tournaments all start off either not so good or I'll end up doing pretty good and realize I'm one or two under after just the first couple holes and then end up shooting like 39, 38, 39, 40. And at the time, I'm not focusing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm under. I need to stay right at that because I know as soon as you start focusing on that, that's when you just throw away the game. <laughs> but I know – like these past couple tournaments where I was coming in at 69, 70, 71 and end up shooting like 77, 78, 79. So what would be your biggest thing for staying consistent? So it sounds like to me that you are thinking about your score. Not getting around because I know I used to. I know I have to focus one shot at a time. Well, I mean, if you know that, I mean, obviously when you're playing well, um, you know, you go to those phases where I know the first time, like I I broke eighty. You know, you know, you have those last few holes, and, you, you, and it's in the back of your mind. Okay, I need to party these last three holes to break eighty. So once you get over that milestone, then it becomes okay, breaking seventy five, and then shoot under par. Like shooting, you know, when I was a kid, my big thing was trying to break seventy. So it's always in the back of your mind. But the thing is, is so when you're playing, you know you're playing well. But I mean, it's something that you're gonna have to work on when you're when you're uh, when you're playing at home. Not to think about score. I know the end result is your score, mm -hmm. but you have to find a way to, you know, just focus on your pre-shot routine every time and then really forget about your scores. Then the scores will, will, uh, will come, you know. Then once you get to where, okay, you can hold it under par, mm -hmm. then the thing is, is like, um, so, because 
our coach in, in, in college, he used to, when he, when we would go to a tournament, there are certain guys that would have that same, they, they would struggle with keeping their, uh, making birdies or keeping their score in the par. So what he would do is he would make us play from up tees to get us used to shooting, to making a lot of birdies. Hmm. So the thing is, I want to tell you is just when you find yourself playing well, just really just focus on routine. Don't even worry about your score. Just focus on your pre-shot routine and it's the next shot and try not. The, the thing is, is don't get ahead of yourself because the, the the least important shot is the one that you've already hit. That doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> you know, it's just focused on, you always try to do the best on, on the shot that you have at hand. Great advice. Great advice, Tim. Great advice. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for that question, Kendall. And Kendall, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is a rising senior, right, Kendall? Kendall? Rising senior, man. And yes. He's, he's in, she's playing lights out in Texas. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Where in Texas? Just south of Houston and Pearland, but I'm up in Burleson right now doing the note of the gay qualifier. Oh, okay. Okay, nice. Yes. Yep, I played some golf with Notable Gay. That's awesome. All right, next question for Tim. And Tim, we won't keep you too long, but I promise you, man. We, we got some people no excited, though. Any other questions for Tim? Okay. All right. Well, Tim, listen, man, we want to thank you for, uh, for being on the, uh, the podcast tonight. And, uh, man, you know, you got a home at BGA, man, Black Golf Alliance. We got the association. We got a lot of, a lot of things we're doing. Uh, we, you know, we're teaming up with some of the advocates. Uh, you, uh, I'm sure you know Michael Cooper. And, man, we're, oh, yeah. you know, we're, trying to, we're trying to do some major things in the industry, okay? Okay, yeah. Um, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Definitely, man, a anytime you need me, just give me a shout. Okay. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Stay on, stay, stay on as long as you want. Okay. All right. Well, I, I got, I got an early tea time tomorrow. Okay, man. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right, good thanks. luck tomorrow. Thank you. Good thanks, luck, guys. Man. Good luck. Thank man. you. See you guys. Bye-bye. Right. Hey. All right, man. That was awesome. Uh, we, we had uh, Tim on. I don't know if we got our next guest on, but what I wanted to do you all was, um, you know, anybody that had a chance to go to Worlds, and we, we're not going to be too much longer on the podcast tonight, but uh, any, any, any of you, uh, you know, parents or juniors that had um, a chance to go to Worlds, uh, take a minute and just talk about your experience um, at Worlds. I know World was a little, was a little bit different than past um, due to COVID-19, but uh, just talk about what you saw uh, maybe with some of the other juniors. Uh, just, you know, anything that you would like to share with the group tonight? I'll go, Ro. Um, okay, go ahead, Sean. Yep, uh, my son Ty, uh, he played in the Boys 10 uh, group. Uh, we played at Legacy Links. Um, it was an okay track, everything pretty much right in front of you. Um, you you noticed the presence or the, the absence of the um, – uh, foreign players. There were a few there. Um, to tell you how, how big it is for, for a lot of young juniors, um, a lot of foreign players actually moved to the United States before the COVID hit. Like their parents saw that it was coming and they moved and they, a lot of them settled down in Florida. Uh, we got to play a couple practice rounds with them. Um, the kid who won the 10-year-old the group 
is actually the kid who won the Midwest State when we played in it. Uh, uh, Chase Hughes out of Oklahoma, and uh, he got it. He shot a 63 on the last day. Um, but every time we go to Worlds, you know, we the first time we went, we went the day before, one practice round, go, and I'm like, that ain't enough. And we get there on Sunday, tournaments on Thursday. We get to do a practice round, and the dude who won, he's already on his second one. And uh, another kid who had a chance to win, they've been there three days already. And then you like, dang, I can't catch him, you know. Uh, so, you know, uh, trying to figure it out. I mean, I, I think, you know, seeing it two or three times before is, is plenty, um, you know. Uh, but the kids have fun. They played the cradle. Um, you know, at, at 7 o'clock, the guys left. Uh, so the kids would just run around and play the cradle all night. Um, always a good experience when you get to see that that uh, practice screen at Pinehurst. It gives you, um, you know, it gives you a feeling when you walk in to see the trophies. Um, they masked up indoors. Hand sanitizer was everywhere. Uh, every, a lot of people were social distancing. Um, it was uh, it was it was a good experience. Uh, met a kid also from Kentucky. His his coach is uh, Justin Thomas's dad, uh, oh. and, and linked up with his dad. Okay. Uh, good, good people texting back and forth with his dad. You know, meeting other parents with with really good juniors is is mm-hmm. is um, it, it's beyond. Um, I mean, it's just it it, do, it does a lot, you know, um, and still can continue in those relationships. And then you just keep building as you go. Now we're back on the grind. You know, we we got status through. June of next year. Now we start the fall season and we try to get it again, you know? Right. Um, so, but Ty didn't miss a beat, man. We, he had the, the championship on Monday morning back here in Nebraska. So as soon as we finished around on Saturday, we hit the road, drove for five hours, went to sleep, drove the rest, woke up. He won that tournament, went to the golf course, practiced for four hours, went the next morning, played 18. Like I dropped him off at eight in the morning, picked him up at seven. And, you know, he kept calling me, dad, can you come? at six or can you come at seven can you come at 7 30 you know um and then he did the same thing today you know played 18 best round on that course he's ever had um and he went he realized he was uncomfortable with his finish and he he said i'm gonna go because you know i i didn't push i didn't do anything he would just pretty much i'm matching your efforts and his efforts are they're they're way up here right now so um great experience though hey and todd and and, and uh sean that's a great feeling when you know your junior is a little frustrated and he then they're ready to get to the course to work on some of the stuff that that caused them not to play as good as they want that's a that's a good feeling isn't it yeah and yes it is and and tim hit on a really good point because there was a couple times on the bag where i was like i wanted to tell him to hit a cut and i just couldn't i couldn't bring myself to do it um you know and and one time he didn't hit his line on that draw and uh it cost him a double bogey first double bogey he had two double bogeys that week and, and he had two of them on the front nine of the last day um and then and then he, he shot his best back nine but that front nine uh, got him a little bit and just not hitting not hitting those lines there was some nerves like tim was talking about what are your tendencies when you're nervous it's All, all we can do is laugh. So, um, yeah. Gotcha. All right. You're going you're, you're gonna to work on that, right, Ty? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Good, good, good. All right. Any other parents um, want to share their uh, story from Worlds that had a chance to go to Worlds? 
Uh, Corey, anybody else want to share the experience at Worlds? I just got in here. My bad. That's okay, Corey. We, we, won't, we, we, won't, we, won't hold, we won't hold it against you. Listen, they start school tomorrow, man. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, we're not going back. They're doing it from home, but he has to get in bed. So. Hold on down. Um, you, so people, I guess, are just sharing, you said the experiences from Worlds? Yes. Um, overall, it was a great experience. Um, luckily for us, this was our second year playing the same course, so we were familiar with the course. Uh, the big thing about Worlds is if you make a small mistake, that can drop you a lot of spots. And so um, the, 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 what happened to us is the, the last day, well, the first day he just made some small mistakes, um, accidentally tapped the putt um, while, while trying to stop and restart. And so he lost a stroke there. And then on the last day, he bogeyed and doubled the last two holes while he was one under. And that literally dropped him like five spots. So, you know, that's just a part of, you know, the, the, the game. But it was great experience for him. I think he learned a lot. Um, he learned, he met a lot of friends, um, and I think it just wanted him to push him to want to be better. And so ultimately, if I took anything that's uh, positive from, well, being there is positive, and, and he played well, but the biggest thing that came from it is the fact that he wants it more um, because he knew it was being in the top five was in his it's hit in his hands. It was mm-hmm. essentially the last two holes blew it for him. Yeah. And so, um, he, so he's, he's motivated now. And so it was just a great all around experience. We had great kids who did great things. And so, um, we're just looking forward to just continuing to grow. All right, Corey, thank you for sharing your experience, man. And, and it was great to meet you and the family down in Camden, South Carolina. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, anybody else got any thoughts, um, they want to share before we go? Anybody else had a chance to go to Worlds? Okay. All right. Well, listen, y'all, thank y'all so much uh, for joining the uh, Black Junior Golf uh, podcast tonight. Hope y'all enjoyed our guest speaker, Tim O'Neill. And um, we are definitely looking forward forward to uh, volume six. We're going to have some more special guests. So y'all uh, make sure y'all look out for the Black Junior podcast. Um, out on uh, a lot of the different outlets. And again, thank you all for being on and y'all have a blessed night. Okay. Good night. Night, guys. Thanks.